Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist podcast. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve. I am a world leading human design expert and mentor to awaken leaders, creating a legacy of wealth and impact in their sacred soul work. I'm here to help you integrate and embody your human design so you can activate your destiny and create overflow of impact and income. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, my friends. I am so excited to have you here. Today we are going to be talking all about manifestors. I honestly am a bit embarrassed to say I don't have any episodes about manifestors yet. I was going through my podcast episodes that I have so far and I have somehow come to neglect manifestors, which is interesting because the majority of my one-on-one clients are actually badass manifestors. So I apologize about that. It wasn't my intention to leave you guys out. Now, before we get started with today's podcast, there's a couple things I want to let you guys know. First, if the audio quality sounds like crap, I apologize about that. It has been a wild ride getting this episode going. Let me tell you, with Julia, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that is my German Shepherd puppy that we adopted who has very high medical needs. She actually eats every two hours sitting up in her Bailey's chair. Her medical conditions caused mega esophagus, so she has a lot of medical conditions that she's working through. So we feed her every two hours, sitting upright in her Bailey's chair, and that endeavor is about 15 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on the the time of day, if she's struggling with getting food into her stomach that day. So to be completely transparent, I feel like a new mother. I've had a couple people tell me that it reminds them when they were breastfeeding or changing diapers with their baby, the schedule I'm on. So there's been a lot of adjusting to that. And then on top of that, I actually have tried to to record this podcast a couple times and I keep having tech issues. So I persisted and we are here. My husband is with the dog taking her out on a walk. She's already taken me on two runs today. I swear I'm going to be ripped by the time summer gets here. And we have some peace and quiet to record this podcast. So we are going to chat all about the manifester today. I'm going to do a quick overview of the manifester. I find most people that come into my world, there's two things. (laughs) Most people that come into my world are either from the strict strategy world. A lot of my clients have done the business by design and they're looking to do more soulful strategy and business in alignment with their design and alignment with their blueprint because every single person's different. Also, how we coach every single person's different, which is a nuance that not even a lot of human design, quote unquote, coaches in the online space understand. But on top of that, a lot of my clients do come with a background in human design or are human design coaches themselves. So I don't tend to touch on the very basic information in regards to the designs often because my community tends to have that already nailed down. But let's do that first. We're going to go over the foundations of a manifester and then I'm going to go over, I don't know, I originally said in the little chicken scratch notes I had for this episode, we were going to do five 
keys to empowerment for the manifestor in business, but I feel like this is going to turn into six. But I'm a generator sacral authority, so we might even go bigger than that. We'll see how it goes. Actually, now that I remember it, this is, you know, such a sign that these aren't scripted. I'm a generator sacral authority, like I said, so I go by the sacral response when I do episodes. Follow the flow of energy. I have something really incredible that's coming out. You guys are going to love it. If you are a human design junkie, you are going to be obsessed. If you are done with strategy that feels constrictive, you are going to be obsessed. If you are looking to scale your business to six plus figures, you are going to be obsessed. I have the You Are The Niche Workshop slash Masterclass that is coming out in June. So this will be happening. It'll be launching in May, happening in June. And I have a completely brand spanking new, sexy, juicy, expansive business by human design relaunch that is also happening in June. Oh, baby, let me tell you, that is going to be something to be in. It is going to completely change the business game. Watch out, James Wedmore. My business for by human design is coming for your business by design. But this is truly, if you have been in business, this is really for those that are yet to hit six figures in their business. However, however, these are the tools that are going to get you to six figures. I'm going to teach you how to get to six figures in a way that's expansive, in a way that creates a solid foundation that you can build the multi-million dollar business on. However, if you've already hit six figures and it feels like it's on shaky ground because it has not been built in alignment with your human design, it will also be for you. So there will be more information coming soon on that. So before I get started, I just want to make sure I let you guys know about that. You can find more at xodashleave on Instagram. I'll be posting details there. It is not up on my website yet. So follow me on Instagram. Come hang out with me over there. And stay tuned for details on the You Are The Niche workshop. I call it a workshop and masterclass, depends on the day. It'll be two days, really high intensive. It's going to change your life, trust me. And then the Business by Human Design relaunch, which will also change your life. All right, without further ado, let's stop rambling and let's get into the manifester. All right, so let's start with the strategy of the manifester. And I think I'm actually going to end up bleeding into one of my points I had for keys to empowerment. But that's okay, we'll also touch on it here. The strategy of the manifester is to inform. Now, I'm sure if you've done more than 30 seconds of Googling or on Instagram searching hashtags for manifestors, you have heard someone say informing does not mean you are asking for permission. And that is correct. You are not asking for permission when you inform. You're simply allowing people to basically get out of your way. That's essentially what you're doing with informing. Now, what you may or may not have heard is that informing is also both ways. It is a double-edged sword. You are here to be informed, not to just inform. All right, so you are here to be informed, not asked, not told, but to be informed by others as well. And my clients, my high-level manifestors find that this is one of the most impactful ways to create peace, especially in their relationships or personal relationships, but also in their business, as you are also here to be informed. Now, I want to present something to you. 
And this is going to be, we are getting into one of the keys to empowerment, but that's okay. We'll talk about it again later to really anchor this in for you because this is a very important truth for you to sink into. And this is a question that you're going to answer to yourself right now. If you are responding to being asked, are you a manifester or are you a conditioned generator? Mm, that's sexy, right? That really opens something up. That really opens your perception up to something you've probably never thought of in regards to your design before. If you are responding to being asked, you are actually a conditioned generator. Okay, so we'll get into that later because this has been a big revelation for my manifestor clients. But make sure you are being informed as well as informing. The not-self theme, so that signpost that you are out of alignment is going to be anger. Now, this, here's what Ross said. <laughs> I want to make sure I say this first. Just because anger is common for a manifester does not mean it is normal. I hear a lot of manifestors that this is something they really identify with. I've worked with a lot of manifestors in the beginning where this is something they can really identify with is the anger piece. An underlying theme of anger also really shows me that the manifester is not just out of alignment, but they're also a conditioned generator. A, con a generator is going to have an underlying theme of frustration. A manifester will never have, when they're in alignment, that underlying theme of anger. And anger isn't something that is persistent with a manifester. Ra described it as that kind of bolt of lightning when you get interrupted in your creative flow. That's when you get angry. It's that bolt of lightning, almost that jolt, when you get interrupted in your creative flow. But of course, that informing is there to help prevent the anger on both points and both sides, to be honest. The mechanics of the manifester is you are non-sacral, so you do not have a sacral defined. If you had a sacral defined, you would be a manifesting generator, and a manifesting generator is a generator. And your throat is defined and connected to a motor. A manifester, there's a misconception that manifestors are non-energy types. You are an energy type, and it is because that throat is defined to a motor. Your aura is closed and repelling. This is um, something I find manifestors take almost offense to, and I will be honest, in the beginning when I was teaching human design, I almost had this hesitancy in saying that. I felt admittedly bad saying that, telling someone their aura is repelling. But essentially what that means is your aura is pushing life away so that you can move uninterrupted. So the double-edged sword with such a powerful aura is if you are not informing, and especially in business, and there's ways to do that, which I'll teach you guys in Business by Human Design, to really bring your audience, your network into your creative flow, inspire your audience. Because if you aren't informing, we can't, I'm a generator, so I say we as representatives of everyone other than manifestors, we can't kind of put our finger on you. We don't know what you're doing. We can't feel your energy the way we can the rest of the population. So it can feel like this resistant energy even when you're not in the not self. So informing dissolves that. It brings people into your process and essentially makes them feel included. <laughs> so the existential questions for the manifestors, the first one would be, who 
and how do I impact others? Which is really important when we're looking at the You're the Niche masterclass that I'll be running because that is your niche. Who and how are you impacting others? And will I be answered? And that is typically the question, the frequency of the not self, right? As the initiator, as the innovator, there is this underlying fear of will I be answered? If you're the one out there, I like to look at, let's take a step back. I like to look at it as a baseball game. The manifester is the pitcher, right? So you're pitching that throw. You don't know if someone's, the batter is actually going to hit it. You don't know if the other players are actually going to do anything with that, right? So there is this underlying question of will I be answered? And your signature, the goal of your spirit is peace. The important thing to realize as a manifester, if you don't actually resonate with your design, there's two ways that the not-self manifester can manifest itself. So if you hear about the not-self being anger and you say, well, I've actually never felt anger, I never feel anger, it could be a conditioning on the other end of the spectrum. So depending upon the type of conditioning you've experienced in your life, the not-self will either be angry and rebellious, kind of that rebel without a cause, impacting people and not caring, or hyper-independent, if you will, that wounded feminine energy, or passive and accommodating. That good girl, especially if you have an undefined solar plexus and the not self of the undefined solar plexus is not wanting to trigger other people's emotional waves. So if you were, for example, an ego manifester in the not self and then you add a not self undefined solar plexus on top of that, the recipe that could be brewing there and the recipe that your business could be built on there is, well, I can't follow what I want as an ego manifester. I can't use my willpower to create because that might trigger other people's emotional waves. So what I should do, have to do, need to do in business to be liked by everyone is this and then you'll burn out. So those are the two ways that the conditioning for the manifester can go. So I think that's a good little quick snapshot of the manifester. Let's hop in now to five or six. We'll see where I stop. (laughs) Keys to empowerment for the manifester. So number one, your gift is to impact others. You are always impacting others. Doesn't matter what you are doing, you are impacting others. It is the very nature of your aura. It is the essence of your aura. So if we go back to that baseball analogy, I'll actually fill in the whole picture for you guys so you can get a picture, especially if you're visual. The manifestor is the pitcher. The generators and the MGs are the batters and the in and out fielders. The projector is the coach. The reflector is the umpire. And the fans are the conditioning. So if we look at this, your gift is to impact others and you are always impacting others and we bring it back to the baseball analogy, nothing can start without the pitcher. The pitcher starts everything by throwing that first pitch. I mean, shit, I don't even know much about baseball, but I do know this much. (laughs) Nothing starts. Well, the pitcher can not throw that first pitch 
and still be impacting all the players of the game. They can throw a poor pitch and impact all the players of the game if we look at it as the not self. And they can throw that perfect pitch where they're in the creative flow, where they're inspired and they nail it and they impact everyone in the game. So no matter what you do or do not do, you are impacting others in your business and in your life. And this is really something to keep in mind if you are meeting resistance in your business. Because if you are in the not self, you will be impacting others. If you are not doing anything, you will be impacting others. And if you are moving, innovating in your creative flow and then informing before acting, you are going to impact others and you will reap beautiful benefits from doing that in alignment. So your existential question is, and I want you to write this down, and we are going to expand on this in the You Are The Niche Masterclass in June. Who do you impact? Who do you impact? That is an incredibly impactful question for you to be clear on, and it is a key to your empowerment. Who do you impact? And I, I don't allow the mind to drag you down this dark rabbit hole tunnel of what this means. I'd almost recommend wild mind writing for seven minutes on it and see what comes out. Allow your soul to speak. What are you innovating? How is that impacting people? And I find when a manifester allows him to get into their creative flow within this question, magic is made. And there can be a lot of resistance around you know, and I don't even coach it as having a niche. Of course, I coach it as you are the niche, which is why that is the name of the masterclass. You are the niche. You are the innovator. Your innovations are going to be for someone specific, right? And we are going to expand on that. Do not miss that you are the niche masterclass. Please don't miss it. But start to play with that now. Who do you impact? Number two, a deep sense of self-trust is going to be critical as an innovator, as a manifester, because you are going first, right? If we look at it again as a pitcher, if they don't trust themselves to throw that pitch, they might actually never throw the pitch. So a sense of self-trust is going to be imperative for you to operate in alignment with your design. You're going to be going first. You are going to be impacting all the other designs. Do you trust yourself? And what are the beliefs that are holding you back from that deep sense of self-trust? And are those beliefs ultimately true? Very often with the manifester, this sense of mistrust in self has been developed from the time you were a child. Manifester children are wildly misunderstood. I always have clients say, what's the right age to know my child's chart? Right away, right away. I wish hospitals sent children home with their chart. I worked as a counselor for years. I wish I had this information when I was working with families and children. However, manifestor children are some of the most misunderstood. The moment you come into the world, your aura is felt immediately by those around you. And it puts people on alert. It's this strong aura that pushes people away. And because you as a manifester are so rare, it can feel quite different for people who have a manifestor child around them. 
So manifest your children tend to have been treated as generators and controlled. When we're looking at, you know, correctly raising the manifestor child, and maybe this is you, maybe this was your childhood, manifestor children need to be treated as manifestors and given a certain amount of freedom of movement. It's really important to explain their strategy to them so they ask for permission as soon as possible in their life. And they need to learn that when they ask for permission, they'll be able to do what they want most of the time, of course, right? Depending on how safe the request is. But to put excessive controls on a manifestor child will ultimately result in either the rebellion or the wallflower, which is very often where I find manifestors not allowing themselves to unlock that next level of power, purpose, and prosperity is because they don't trust themselves because they've been controlled since the time when they were a child. And this is not to now blame your parents (laughs) or blame society or blame your teachers or anything like that. Information is power now for you. Now you can look at these are beliefs that have been coded into me when I was in my formative years Do I choose to believe them? And how can I cultivate this deep sense of self-trust so I know that I can innovate, I can move, I can be in my creative flow, and those I'm meant to impact will more or less pick up what I'm putting down. (laughs) So that's the second piece of the keys to empowerment for you. Number three. This one's juicy and it's usually a big aha moment for my clients. So you're going to want to listen to this one. Notice if you are responding. When someone's speaking to you, notice if you're saying, "Uh uh-huh, 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 and you're nodding along with them, right? Notice if you're doing that. Very often when I say that, my manifestor clients, their jaw drops and says, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I do. I nod along and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm responding yes or no. Or maybe, "Uh uh-uh, you're looking at someone's offer and you're like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's a generator. That is a conditioned generator. Start to be aware how much you are actually responding in everyday life. How much you are actually responding to the world around you. Because I'm guaranteeing It's a lot more than you realize because it is so deeply conditioned into your beingness. It is so deeply conditioned into your bones. You are here to innovate and bring new concepts forward, not bring more of the same. And not only that, but as soon as you're responding, you're creating resistance. You're here to have people inform you and you inform them. Number four... How are you liking these so far? These are juicy. This is basically a mini training for you guys. Number four, it is a myth that manifestors can do whatever they want. Allow life to come to you. Every single design, you know, I'm going to use the word responding, is responding to life. It's just responding has been really given to the generators and the MGs, but we are all allowing life to come to us to initiate us into our process. So you as a manifester are allowing life to bring you things to inspire you, bring you things to trigger your strategy and authority, 
So my biggest tip for you is if you are going to go around essentially doing whatever you want and not caring how it's going to impact others, that is out of alignment as a manifester. Allow life to come to you. If you're inspired by it, strategy and authority. Go through your strategy and authority. It always comes back to strategy and authority, but allow life to come to you. It is a myth that any of the designs can do whatever they want. And this creates a lot of resistance for manifestors in business and with money. Number five, we already chatted about this, but I'm going to talk about it again because it's so critical. Number five, informing goes both ways. Informing goes both ways. This is a two-way street or double-edged sword, however you want to look at the analogy. You are here to be informed, not asked, not told, but to be informed. If you are responding to being asked, you are a condition generator. It is so important for you to understand this. Don't ask. Don't tell. Which is what Ross said, don't ask, don't tell, make sure you are informed. And this is also where it becomes an art in coaching all the designs. Because if you have a coach, for example, say you hired someone and they're asking you a lot of yes, no questions, maybe they're a generator and they aren't aware of their mechanics and they're not aware of how their mechanics are impacting you and they're asking you a lot of yes, no questions in your one-on-one coaching sessions, that's going to create resistance for you because it's immediately going to put you into being a condition generator. So there is a different frequency in the way we coach all the designs to ensure that you are able to maximize your potential, maximize your prosperity, maximize your power, and simply be in the flow with the cosmos, right? Could you be a success as a condition generator? Probably. I assume if you're here, you're a badass. (laughs) You likely could be. But it's the difference of paddling upstream and paddling downstream or just going with the flow of the river. I kayak in the summer. So this is an analogy that works very well for me when I'm paddling upstream versus kind of allowing the flow to take me. I mean, the reality is for anyone that actually goes with the flow, you're still paddling with it. So you're still living your best life. You're still in your creative flow. You're still doing you. However, it allows you to be with the very heartbeat of the universe, very heartbeat of earth when you are following your strategy and authority. Number six, five, six, we'll just call it six. There is no mechanic to your strategy. And this might seem really weird if you don't know the mechanics of human design, but When we look at informing, there's no mechanics within the body graph that's like this gate or this channel is an informing gate or channel. That's not the case at all, right? There's manifesting generator channels. There's generated channels. There's projected channels. There's no to inform channel. So because there's no to inform channel, there is therefore no mechanic or mechanics to your strategy So it's never actually going to feel natural for you to inform. It's almost going to become its own art form itself, how you weave and flow with this in your business and with your audience, with your network and with your clients, relationships, etc. So there are no mechanics to the strategy to inform. So just know and trust that 
this is an experiment. It's an art. Having a coach that can help guide you through that will help radically shift your results in a much quicker time frame as you play with this. Someone that understands the mechanics of your design. You know, not everyone in the online space that calls themselves a human design expert is in fact a human design expert. So having someone that actually understands the mechanics of your design is going to assist you with following the flow of your energy, following the flow of your chart. So informing does become more natural. It's never going to be natural because it's not a part of your mechanics, but it becomes more natural. It becomes a part of your flow. It becomes a part of your creativity. It becomes a part of your business where you're not trying to force that energy. It just happens naturally. So I added that one in as a key to empowerment because if you ever feel that informing just doesn't feel natural, I've had manifestor clients that say to me, well, I don't resonate with being a manifestor because I don't feel this desire to inform. No manifestor does because it is not a part of your mechanics. It's something that you learn and you experiment with and it becomes an art form in and of itself. And let's throw a final one in for good measure. This one was not one I had planned on talking about, but I think it's really important to add in is the six or seven. (laughs) You are an energy type. However, you do not have a sacral. Therefore, you are going to amplify the sacral of sacral beings at 200%. Now, you are naturally going to be drawn to working with reflectors just simply because the auras are very similar. Neither you or reflectors are really here for the other. And I put that in quotation marks. (laughs) However, Ra had said that when a manifester works with a pure generator... And this is a direct quote. Ross says, the manifester receives everything they need. And he didn't really expand on that. So I'll allow you to just sink into why that would be. And I have my own theories on that, but I'll leave that with you to sink into. However, what's really important for you to understand of the undefined sacral is knowing when enough is enough. Learn the values of planning and prioritizing as well as refraining from overcommitting. And I say planning and prioritizing because a lot of beings, even generators and MGs, especially if they're coming from the world of like, ah, I was in the the strategy world and that made me feel really restricted. So now I'm rebelling and I'm just going to do daily tactics. There can be this, I don't want to plan. I don't want to prioritize. I just want to fly by the seat of my pants. What can end up happening for manifestors is burnout or hitting this like stop and go energy where it's not really burnout, but it is stop and go which is also not truly in alignment for the manifester. So learn the value of planning and prioritizing. You are an energy type. However, your energy use will be completely different than a generator. So it is really helpful to learn how to manage your energy more efficiently through following your strategy and authority rather than initiating through what your mind is saying you should do. Another thing to keep in mind is, are you responding to things in your environment? and then going straight to social media and posting it, right? That is still responding. That is a conditioned generator. You're not here to respond, right? Really, truly sink into your strategy and authority. You are here to create. You are the innovator. You are impacting others. Stop responding to life. (laughs) So what ends up happening if you are overcommitting? What is happening if you are amplifying sacral energy in the not self an analogy that 
was used by Ra. He said, when you turn speakers up very loud, the sound becomes distorted. So that's what ends up happening. So too can that sacral energy get distorted within you if you're amplifying sacral energy beyond your capacity to handle it. So it's going to become very distorted energy and it's not going to feel good for you and it's not going to feel good for others. It can really then be draining to others as well who are experiencing your frequency in a way that is not in alignment with your true nature. So if you are operating as a conditioned generator or if you are responding to the right, responding to life and always acting in response and not knowing when enough is enough. It's like someone turning up the speaker so loud that the, the sound becomes really distorted. I've used the analogy of staticky, but I do enjoy this analogy as well of distorted sound from speakers that have been turned up way too loud. That's what it feels like when a manifester is amplifying that sacral energy at 200%, but doing it in a distorted way beyond their capacity to handle it. And it really becomes draining on those around you because they too are experiencing your frequency that is not just normal sacral energy, it is amplified sacral energy that is distorted that you are putting out into the universe because it's not in alignment with your true nature. And really when we look at, we can all put out frequencies of our aura that's distorted. Anyone can be off when we're in distorted energy, it's just this is the predominant way it's going to show up for you as a manifester. All right, my friends, I could go on and on and on and on, but you know what? You're just going to have to join me in the You Are The Niche Masterclass in Business by Human Design for more juiciness on this, although there will, of course, be more podcasts surrounding this. But if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a screenshot. This is essentially a mini training for manifestors. I would love if you took a screenshot, shared this on social media, tagged me at XO, the Ashley Eve on Instagram. I love knowing that the podcast is having an impact. (laughs) There's a word for you manifestors, having an impact on the world. I really truly aim to make each episode a mini training. So there's a lot of effort and knowledge and wisdom and energy that goes into these episodes. So if you could share this with manifestors that you know could really use this energy, it would mean a lot to me. And if you aren't following me over on Instagram, come join the community. XO the Ashley Eve again is my Instagram handle. I'd love to meet you and see you over there. So I will leave it at that, my friends, the beautiful manifestors. Go out, impact the world, innovate, be in your creative flow. We are waiting for your move. And I know it's going to be something the world can't wait to experience. I love you.